Playoff time is when things start getting serious on the court. Players are more driven than ever to win these big games and keep advancing. Goodyear knows all about being more driven, too. Working hard to help you advance on and off the road. Let Goodyear.com help you choose what's best. 2021 All-Star Game in Indianapolis. <laughs> what? <laughs> there, hey, this is like three in a row, right? Charlotte. We got to talk about we got that. No, L.A. first, then Charlotte, then Charlotte. Who's twenty twenty? Chicago, right? Chicago. Chicago's twenty twenty. That's three awful all stars right there More in a freezing. row. The New York one was. Ooh, that one's terrible. Toronto? What? You know what the worst one about Toronto? It, the, they said the Tuesday before everybody showed up. Showed, everyone showed up on Thursday. Tuesday was sixty one degrees. Well, it was warm like the day after everybody left. And then yeah, so it literally just got cold. They said that that ruined Toronto's reputation. So they could have got free agents. <laughs> like, oh really? Yeah, because if everyone showed up, it was sixty degrees in, in the no, wintertime in Toronto. It was, it was but, cold. Oh, it's man. not it even that frigid. bad. But it's like it was everyone's worst nightmare. What Toronto is like? They, you know, it, you taping? Huh? Yeah, we're taping everything now. <laughs> well, not to everything. Yeah, you know, he's gonna chop. Yeah. He, <laughs> Run, AMC, fresh for you, for you. Welcome to another edition of the Run AMC podcast. We're in the house in Bristol, all in the same place, warm, same studio, balmy. This is why I live in California, Bristol, Connecticut. (laughs) It's like eighteen degrees outside. Off the chain here. Um, Amin's in the house. Amino Hassan, a superstar, former NBA executive, do everything show, Swiss Army knife. You know, five tool player is in the house. I forgot to tell y'all, man. Chris Haynes wearing this beautiful sweater. Oh, He's man. in a festive He's getting, Christmas hey, mood. I'll put it on Instagram. They'll see it. Can Chris, I read Chris to him get, what it says? Go ahead and read it. You got to describe it. It's, it's a, a red it's, it's sweater. A Christmas, it's a Christmas sweater. It got. Picture of Santa Claus on it, and then the 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 Santa caption. Claus has a thumbs up. You got a thumbs up. Presents around him. Yeah, it's a Christmas sweater. It looks yeah. like a Christmas sweater. Mm-hmm. And then the the caption reads, "Your mom believes in Santa." <laughs> <laughs> and let me tell you something. He's getting everyone love on who that everyone who sees the sweater is telling Chris how much they love it. Yeah. But uh, somebody else is getting jealous. Somebody getting jealous. I wouldn't call it jealousy. Attention. I wouldn't call it jealousy. The reason this certain individual. Who was just re- I wouldn't revealed. call it jealousy. <laughs> I'm sticking up for that person. <laughs> Mark Spears actually bought the sweater yeah. and gave it. Where'd he buy it? What, yeah, where'd you buy that? <laughs> <laughs> where'd you, where'd you, why are you so crying now? <laughs> I was in Mobile, Alabama the last two days. Um, actually, on the under, so don't tell anybody if you're listening. Uh, E60 piece on DeMarcus Cousins. Yeah, nobody. So he... Uh, he had his Santa Cuz event, which in which he gives two hundred dollars each to a hundred kids, underprivileged kids with good grades. It's a great, great event to go shopping at uh, Target. And so, I had a shirt that I wore. Actually, a Boogie Cousins. We did an undefeated like Christmas special, and so I had an undefeated Santa Cuz shirt uh, that I wore and. You know, I'd look out for my boy Chris Haynes because I asked him to come on it, and I, I knew he wasn't going to. I told him to bring a sweater. I knew he wasn't going to bring one. <laughs> so I saw this that beautiful red sweater, man, at, at, at that's all the way from Mil- Mobile, baby. So, I, I first of all, I appreciate that. And you look good and, in and, it, though. And, and you got it from and where? You, you said you, where you got it from? Target. Target. Oh, I thought it was Walmart. Walmart. You said Walmart earlier. No, I said Target. <laughs> Trying to boost up the status of this sweater. <laughs> no, it was Target, man. Go look at uh, Boogie's Instagram. Well, anyway, so everybody's come up to me, applauding me, saying this is a great sweater. Where did you get it from? I said, I said, it came from Target. So then, a certain individual keeps coming up to me. Hey, man, why don't you tell him? I said, look, tell where you got it from. I'm like, look, man, (laughs) we don't do co buy lines on on a tire here. I'll share a story with you, but we ain't we ain't doing all that. (laughs) I'm not telling somebody another grown man brought me a sweater. But now (laughs) you know what? You you got the nice uh, pink dress shirt underneath. 
I do. To, to it worked, it worked perfect. It, it actually and worked head, right. And the headset, too. He's wearing a red headset, Beats by Dre, you, you look, that you, I know you didn't pay for. Hey, he looking, he's looking a lot like Steven Jackson right hey, now. I, I'm, I'm going to leave it at first that. First of all, I ain't got no plug with Beats. I got a plug with shoes, gear, not Beat headphones. Yeah. You need to holler, holler at uh, Draymond, man. Any the, the yeah. Beats guy? I heard. He's a beast guy? Yeah. yeah. You don't remember his commercial? Yeah, I went commercial to right. with the fake rod. Right. The fake rods in there. That's right. There's Tell a fake rods go. There's a fake, fake rods? <laughs> yeah, it wasn't and her? It, yeah, like she's asking questions. It's, oh. like, it's you know, it's a light-skinned girl with kind of like Roz-type hair who's who's interviewing Draymond Green in the Warriors locker room. Who could it be? You know what? That was the most, uh, is Turnt still okay to say or is it past prime? It's still, we still on the, on, the, on the edge. You can still say Turnt? Yeah, you can still say Turnt. I went to the uh, filming. That's when I was doing the Draymond Diary. Yeah, during the playoffs. So he filmed during the playoffs. Oh, he did his that. commercial, his uh, Beats by Dre commercial on a day off, and it was him and E Forty at this like. Uh, I remember that. Oh yeah, yeah. It was at like an old train station mm-hmm. that they don't use anymore. Man, they had like every great crunk dancer in Oakland yeah. showed up. That was fun, man. That's yeah. f- speaking of headphones. But I thought they should have had, I mean, E-40's my guy, though. But when I think of Oakland anthems, uh, what's well, my favorite word? Yeah. That's that's the Oakland anthem. Why they got to say it like short? Yeah. The OG. That's, that's I mean. And like, I think 40 think would say that, too. Yeah. I, I, here's my Although, thing. Tell, I tell Me say, Where to Go was a great song. It's a great song. I would say E-40 was definitely much more of a powerful local influence. Whereas Too Short like really exported the Bay yeah. culture. Like mm-hmm. I'm I'm speaking to someone from afar. Like E40 was kind of like yeah, that's what y'all listen to there. Too Short came on everybody yeah. like just loved that love all the songs of the music love the party. The Bay does love Nope. Yeah, yeah, yep, yep. <laughs> that was knocking. That yeah. was knocking. Nope. Yep. yep. Especially, especially, <laughs> hey, especially, uh, especially, especially Draymond Dray. at the yeah. at the parade. Yeah. Yeah. They go with it. Cavaliers, no. Yeah. Boys go with it. Yeah. <laughs> LeBron James, no. Nope. Splash Brothers, yeah. <laughs> oh, that song had amazing timing. Oh man, Too was... Short actually told me that he had a great championship song for the Warriors. That he was going to unveil if they won, and the one, the year they lost. No, this this past oh, year. this past year, so this past finals, and I never heard a song. But oh, he man. said he had something. He didn't great. Do, he didn't do the Ron Artest. You remember Ron Artest recorded the song at the beginning of the year. I do remember. And that. And then yeah. as soon as they won, they dropped the song, and it was actually not bad because it was produced by Dre. Ron Artest got a song produced by Dre. Dre. Actually, yeah. spent time with Ron. Yeah. Yeah. Wow! They cut the record. How was the beat? They cut the record. The beat was great. I mean, like, it, and it like it's a good song. I won't lie, Mike. You know, it, for for as far as a a hooper rapping, like it was a song that I remember listening to, and I didn't I didn't realize it was Ron Artest. I'm like, okay, you know, hmm. the moment of silence for the champion. That's that was how I started. You know, Iverson was a pretty dang good too oh, that one song he had was oh like, he's terrible was fire he was terrible you don't think Iverson was oh, good oh my god he was terrible nah I, I, I for some reason feel like remember that song being good that man had no rhythm he had no no lyrical content well that's rappers nowadays you know what's funny let me tell you something you know Ron Artest said the best rapping hooper ever well hold on was this a player in his time yes and actually, I, I already messed it up because he said, when asked to rank his favorite rappers, he ranked this dude number one. And they said, no, 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 not not basketball rappers, just rappers. He's like, yeah, I know. This dude is number one. Hmm. You'll never guess it because oh, the I'll dude never, never, never cut a track. I already know it. I'll tell you. But I'm going to let you tell you. No, EB. hold on. You got it. <laughs> you oh, got El- it. Elton. He got it. They said Elton was nice. I didn't know nice. that either. They said Elton was nice. Not just like. We're going to have to get him on the podcast. They said Elton was nice, bars. but El- Elton was, oh. Elton's thing was, I don't want like people. Like freestyle. Yeah. His thing was, I don't want people to think I'm like these these rappers, these uh, ball players, you know, basically buying studio time and buying their way in. He's like, no, nah, I do it just for, for, like, for me and my friends. Spe- speaking of rapping, hooping, and the bay, or take the hooping out, rapping and the bay. You guys seen that clip? It happened like two years ago. Sway, your, your guy, your guy Sway from the Bay. I love Sway. So somebody was on his show a couple years ago freestyling, and it was horrible. 
just horrible. It, it was bad. But Sway is just pumping this guy up, just smiling the whole time, like Amen. bobbing his head. I'm like, Sway, you got to look it up. It says like. That's my guy, man. Be it? careful, man. Who Sway, my dude. Oh, Wait, who is it? It was some. No, it was a rapper? Man. It wasn't no real. Dame been on the show. You're not Dame, talking about Dame. Dame, Dame no, heck no. no. Dame. Dame killed it when I when he the first time he went on. Oh, that's yeah. how Dame really started. Like people, that's you can make the case Dame's the best, the best rapper. Hey, basketball ain't no case. He yeah. is. Well, Shumper, Shumper have something to say about that. I will leave towards no, Dame. I ain't heard no album. Uh, he had a mixtape. He had a next Shump, Shump cool. Next day, <laughs> you can go. I put Dame person number one, but Shump, yeah. you can make an argument. Shump's all right. Shump's all right. Is his lyrics like Dame's? No. Well, Okay, well then Shump is more, let me see. Shump is like, God, how can I describe Shump's style? He's a little bit out there. He's a little bit out like there. His, his voice don't sound the same? It sounds like Shump. It sounds like Shump, but Shump raps. Shump's got a funny voice, though. Yeah, he do got, he a, got a funny, like Dame's voice is like a, he's like got, sounds like, like he's got a cool voice, right? Shump got a funny voice. Like you hear Shump talk, he's kind of got like a little bit of that. And one thing people don't understand, like, it's hard to rap clean. Oh, yeah. Like, Dame Dame could do that well. That's why, I mean, Shump can, Shump doesn't have that If you listen to Shump's mixtape, you wouldn't be like, this is some basketball player. He sounds like a regular mixtape rapper. Now, in the 90s, if Shump is in the 90s, Mm. what would it sound like then? Would you you say, oh, this this is quality. This is. Mm. It'd sound like a dude that's like. You're not gonna get signed. <laughs> like, I'll be honest. To, I'm biased though. I'm biased. <laughs> ain't no bias. That's what. It, no, that's the real deal. No, man. No, I be no. telling cats nowadays, man. They think I'm being hate. Or maybe I'm turning into that old dude. Yeah, that's what's happening. That's, that's probably what it is. is. But man, you, it's like I was watching um Snoop the other day. Um, on an interview he did, like there's rappers nowadays that like you wouldn't even even make be on the surface in the nineties. Yeah. Yeah, early two thousand. They got producers making cats. I mean, first of all, like in the nineties, if you couldn't show up to the radio station and just do a clean sixteen right there mm-hmm. on the spot, like just forget about it. Like people were testing you all the time, and now I feel like, eh, you know. But then again, now I just sound like an old dude. Yeah, you know what's good? Nobody gives credit to Shaq. Oh no, Shaq was legit. Shaq actually is the most accomplished rapper he is. in the league's history. Oh yeah, his it's song a, with Biggie. Oh, that you was can't stop that the was rain. Stop, oh, oh, that was knocking. And then the, the, <laughs> yeah. the Fushnikins joint. Yeah, the the joint he talked. We rapped about his father too. Biological like father. Yeah. Biological yeah. Yeah. father. No, no he, he like look, Shaq. Shaq can rap, man. Yeah. And he can DJ. Yeah, if yeah, when that that's. Uh, later in life, he just, he found that calling. When he saw everyone else, every other celebrity just grab a MacBook and called himself a DJ. Shaq was like, I could do that. But, That's what I'm doing, man. I'm like a novice DJ right oh, now. Oh, yeah? I hey, got you a should small see gig. It. Every time we're in the club somewhere, this dude, he he's not looking at the ladies. He's not looking at Dallas. He's looking at the turntable. So, like, I can do that. Let me tell you. So was, I can do that. Was Jason Richardson doing it when he was with the Warriors? DJ? I think he started when he was with us with the Suns. He started, like, just fiddling around. And then he actually got pretty good at it by by the end of it. But the funny thing is, Jared Dudley has uh, his his homie named Jeremy, uh, and Jeremy started DJing at the same time. And I'll never forget this. We went to see him perform, and we we're at camp in San Diego. So he got some gig, and we we're like, "Yo, we gotta go. We gotta show support for Jeremy." You know, like, and this dude was so terrible. I mean, like, like <laughs> oh, remember. Really? Remember when Carl Lewis, Carl Lewis was singing the national anthem and yeah. Derek Coleman them hiding their face because yeah. they didn't want to laugh in his face. That's how it was. And now this dude, he kept at it. And now, like when we go to Vegas for summer league, he'd be on one of them billboards. DJ Bamboozle, like who's that? DJ Bamboozle. DJ Bamboozle. This, wow. That's that's J- Jared Dudley's Man. best friend grew up with him in San Diego. But like yeah, I'm he was awful when you he heard was him. awful, like awful to the point where we were trying not to laugh at how bad he was. And now like he's. This dude is, you know, props to him. He worked his way up. But, you know, it's funny because we were talking about, because we had Randy on uh, recently, Randy Williams on, talking about these people who are kind of on the periphery that the random fans don't know. Mm-hmm. But, like, if you're around, you know yeah. these people. Like, Bamboos was one of those guys, man, where now everybody knows him. Like, I see everywhere I go. Like, I see him, Blake Griffin. Like, hey, Bamboos, I'm like, I, I, the same thought goes to my head every single time. I remember when you were terrible, though. 
That, that's funny. That brings up Big Pun Exhibit. Fresno, California. They were doing a concert. This before they were big. Doing a concert Damn, at the Chris, Casa. No. Hold on, at the Casablanca uh, Coliseum that held. It was called the Casablanca. It was Cos- called the Cas- Casablanca. Which means it only had like two thousand seats. No, not even that. Like, it's why they call it the Coliseum? <laughs> it's Fresno. Like Coliseum to me is like eighty thousand seats. Nah, this is like Fresno. Should have been the Emporium. Two fifty. 250 seats? Yeah, about 250. That's like somebody's crib. Yeah, well, it, was, it was intimate. It was a nice, <laughs> intimate feel. Okay, big pun. My bad. Continue. So no, this, I'm was just a, saying, like, this was a nightclub. Yeah. A but, very but, small but nightclub. It, it, it's the, rest in peace, Casablanca. Uh, and, well, rest Coliseum. in peace, big pun. But go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> Which is more important than Casablanca. <laughs> Jesus he's remin- Christ. He's reminiscing about a. Uh, yeah. Uh, was you single then? I was, man. Yeah, I was 19. Oh, you was that dude. You weren't supposed to be in there, but you knew somebody I was, get in. I was 19. That's before Fat Joe. This was like, so I graduated high like, school. This he was, acted like he old. No, I graduated high school 2000. Like, like he talked about Africa Barbada oh. or somebody. <laughs> so this was Fat like Joe. 2000. <laughs> yeah, this this was before they got big. Exhibit. They were always big. No, they, no, they wasn't no. always big. No. They were always big. No. <laughs> okay. You got me. <laughs> Well, before they got uh, famous. Famous, <laughs> yes. Big Pun almost fell off the stage. Oh, oof, oof. That would have been his career. He was rapping. That could have been lives. Uh, it was. Several. Yeah. yeah. I, I crushed a boy. lot. He'd have crushed a lot He's of people. A big boy, man. Man, why you? Why you? <laughs> Yo, you know what's funny about him? He was a big dude, man. But he wasn't always. A, you know how he got big, right? Like, it's the craziest life story, man. Like, he was working like. I want to say like at a toll booth or something. Oh man! And then, the, and he was a regular sized dude. He got in an accident, like someone crashed into him or whatever. And so he won this big settlement. But then, like, just crashed him when he was in a toll booth. Yeah, something like that. It was some yeah. sort of like regular kind of you know nine to five job. And he won the settlement, but basically like was laid up in the couch, healing, and was just eating. And that's how he got fat. Like you, like, how long was he on the couch? What's up? How long was like he on the couch? Like six months or so. Like some some weird like, but because he won the settlement, but so he didn't have to work, so he's just chilling, right? So they got pictures of him when he was younger, and he's like, he looks like a regular dude, like yeah. slim and trim or whatever, and like, what was he eating? I don't know. He well, was eating good. Know that shoot. for sure. Hanging out and, with the fat boys. Oh boy, went to Sabaro. Sabaro. <laughs> he went to Sabaro. <laughs> oh, you can <could> eat. <laughs> oh man. Sabaros. You ever been to Sabaros? I've been, yeah, of course I've been terrible. to Sabaros. It's terrible. That's, that's, it's in every, that's it's in every airport. Yeah, I'm about to say every airport and every mall in America. Every exactly. train station in New York. Oh, man. You you get you ask for a nice fresh pizza. They'll take it off from, you know, a platter right there. Put it in the oven. Warm it up. <laughs> that's that's all New York pizza, though. That's fresh. Oh, man, I, that's not how I roll, man. How do you roll? How do you get your pizzas? Uh, first of all, I want it cooked to order. Bake the order. Man. Who you, who you get your pizza from? Oh, first of all, you know where I get my pizza from, California. Round table. Whenever, whenever you come to California, round you got to go to yeah. Round Table Pizza. Round Table? Ain't round that table. like a... Uh, That's the best pizza in the world. Isn't it like uh what do you call it? Uh, uh, hold on. Hold on. Isn't Round Table like the uh, 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 CeCe's Pizza? No, 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 no. You're, you're being disrespectful. No. Yeah, that's very disrespectful, no. man. You heard. I thought it was like that. Me. It was like you go in and it's the last honest pizza. He <laughs> <laughs> got the slogan. <laughs> Come on, man! It's the last honest. The last pizza. honest pizza. They'll tell you. It ain't no coming back from the that. last one. Hey, man, oh, man. You, you go spend. You go spend. You go spend some bread, but it's legit. It's worth every penny. Yeah, and they don't play oh, around. Pizza? The best look. The best pizza in the world is in Phoenix. It's a place called Bianco's. Uh, this is. I'm not just saying this out of experience. I'm saying this because it was actually rated the best pizza in the world. Right, I'm writing this down. Bianco's. Really good. Old world style pizza, though. Like the kind you would get in Rome. Um, have you ever been to Rome? I have not, no. I have. Bianco's. All right. That kind of pizza. Really yeah. good pizza. So how you know it's a kind of, you get Rome if you've never been to Rome? That's why I asked that's what they tell me. <laughs> Uh, I've been to Paris. Like, I've had pizza in Paris. It's like, it's that old, you know how, like, pizza in Europe is weird. It's got that fluffy crust. It's, 
It's you know, I wouldn't know. Never the, been, fl- the crust at the end is fluffy, and then like it's real thin underneath. Yeah, like it's one of those kind of gourmet pizzas. Hey, Janae, you know what I hate? What do you hate? I hate cooking. I'm not great at cooking. It's hard, man. It is difficult. Trying to figure out what to eat. Ain't nobody got time for that. No, I'm in the supermarket. I'm confused. What ingredients do I need? What am I trying to make? I don't know. I have no clue. You know what helps? Tell me. Sun basket. Oh, man. They make it so easy. You know, I play for the Connecticut Sun. I love food, so this is a match made in heaven. You make baskets, too. I make baskets, too. It's just a marriage. See, there you go. (laughs) It makes it easy to stick to your healthy habits and cook delicious meals at home. I read that off the sheet. You know what? I heard that you can even pick from 12 weekly recipes, and they deliver organic and clean. That's a mic drop right there. Right to your dough. What more do you need? 12 weekly ones. There's only seven That's, days in the week. seven days in one week. Right? And you can, you can figure it out, but right? I'm a big girl, so I need a couple extra recipes. No. Everything is pre-measured and, re- and easy to prep. You can get a healthy, delicious meal on the table in about 30 minutes. You that's know, that's some serious time. I'm a busy guy. No, I don't have time to be we ain't got sitting time here, <laughs> put it, saute it, marinate it for four hours. I can't do all you that know, work. I, I, it's too much. Beans, greens, potatoes, tomatoes, ham, <laughs> all of that. Like I just need someone to help me out. Well, it's funny because with the Sun Basket app, picking from a delicious menu full of choices, like gluten-free, lean and clean, paleo, or vegetarian. You know, it even gets better. See, Sun Basket works with the best organic farms and suppliers to bring you the fresh seasonal produce that you need that is also not only, you know, lean and clean, but it's organic and non-GMO. Those scary words, or, or should I say letters? GMO, non. It's a, it's, yeah, it's a scary word, right? It is a scary word. GMO has become a word. I don't care what you Ma. say. But, you know, all I know is I don't have to go to the grocery store anymore. Nope. I don't have to be confused walking up the aisles. Not today. Trying to figure out where can I find this one Save ingredient. It all comes real nice, real easy from Sunbasket. It's a good look. Yeah, so go to sunbasket.com slash hoop. Hoop. Just one hoop. Today to learn more and get $35 off your first order. That's, that's major. A, that's a sunbasket.com slash hoop for $35 off. Sunbasket.com slash hoop, baby. Actually, just hoop. No, minus, yeah. minus the baby. <laughs> I like how it means that he gets confused at supermarkets. What's, who gets confused at supermarkets? Everyone does. You come in and you're like, I'm hungry. Overwhelmed. You have too no, much on. Too you much have no direction. Do I want the, this Stop it. You, that you know Stop how many it. times I go to a supermarket and I get on the phone with my mom. I'm like, mom, I don't know what I need to eat. What should I get? What Even ingredients worse. do I need? Even worse. Get on the phone with my mom and say, go get this. And I'm like, what aisle does that even exist That's in? That's why you got to ask the person that works yeah, there. Yeah, but then they, they should always, help uh, you with that. And first of all, they, they're, they're like, like 13. It's not on 13. It's on 11. They don't, and they don't know. <laughs> they don't know. And, and they always, like, scratch and, like, look. And then you're always like, does this then, person actually work here or not? And then when you finally get there, there's, like, 15 options. So you're going through, should I get the cheap one or should I get the expensive one? Will it matter? Chris, do you think the Warriors purposely sit out people during, against certain teams? I think. The, and what I mean by that is, every time the Warriors play a bad team, like starters sit. Yeah, they still win. Yeah, but is is this? I think it's something the Spurs have done in the past. But do you think this is something the Spurs do it against good teams? <laughs> I'll say this: so Draymond almost. Well, what game was that? Charlotte. He sat out the Charlotte game. And this was the first time that the Warriors said he had a shoulder injury. So I go to talk to Draymond, you know, solo, pull him to the side. Hey, Dre, how your shoulder? He gave me this big old smile. It's all right. <laughs> He's the I'm like, worst, I'm like, uh, so oh, when did you hurt it? Uh, I don't even know. <laughs> <laughs> like, so to answer your question, uh, Warriors and everybody else. Yeah, I think well, they are. not all, everybody else. Well, everybody else can't afford t- to do Tibbs it. Tibbs ain't doing that. <laughs> Tibbs is playing his guys. No matter what, Tibbs yeah. could be playing against us tonight. Oh, us three and, and two randoms. Five-hour practices, oh. double days. Yeah, buddy. Nah, man. But 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 Steve Kerr, he kind of, like, the whole, they talked about it. They said, oh, so now we just got to make up excuses for why guys can't play. So they. There was, uh, you know, back in the day when they used to have the the IR. Remember that? Like, if you were on yeah. the IR, you had to miss five games. 
Mark Pope. Mark, you might remember this. Mark Pope was in Denver. I think. Yeah, no, I know Mark Pope. Remember, remember, he said like he was upset that because he was always on the IR, but he was upset like that the reason was always be said it's not creative enough. They just say stuff like tendonitis. Like, why don't we have something like acute dermatitis? <laughs> <laughs> I got some really bad eczema. I got to sit out tonight. Yeah, he wanted. He wanted. More creative Glaucoma. reasons. Yeah. Like but stuff but like now, that. over the last couple of years, the, the go-to is contusion. Contusion, yeah. <laughs> Knee contusion, yeah, contusion, back contusion, neck contusion. Like to me, that's like a cut. Nose contusion. Nah, contusion is like when you got like a bruise, a, mu- a muscle bruise. Like you get hit like... like Contusion. You get kneed in the thigh. Because I remember the first time I ever had a contusion was the Spurs. It was Manu Ginobili. Someone had kneed him in the thigh. And they said, he's out for a left thigh contusion. I was like, what the hell is a contusion? <laughs> That's the go-to right there. We're recording this right now. Uh, The big game tonight is Indiana versus Oklahoma City. Paul George returns to Oklahoma City for the first time. And I've been hearing people talk about this all day, about is he going to get booed? There's no chance he's going to get booed, right? Producer's note. He was, in fact, booed in Indiana. But back to Amin's point. I think he gets booed. I don't know. I don't, it ain't, it's not going to be no Paul George. Kevin Durant, I'll tell you why he's not going to get booed. Because they're good. If their season was terrible, they'd be upset. You left us, and this is why. Now they're happy. They're like, oh, we balling. Let's fast forward. What happens to Melo on Saturday? I think that was going to be mixed. I think it's going to be mixed. I think it's going to be mixed. Because there are people in New York who did not like Melo. Like, they're fans. There are fans who thought Melo was all Melo's fault that the team wasn't good. Um, and then there are people who like what Melo did. So I think it's going to be mixed for him. I don't think it's going to be mixed at all in Indiana. I think Paul George is going to get a standing ovation. Is that right? Yeah. No, I, I can't they see like that. They like him, man. That's, I can't see that. They like him. And like I said, if if him it wanted. Like he like left a team that had like another superstar and they had a chance yeah. to win a title or something. And, but like, they were bad. Here's the thing. First of all. I think Oladipo probably helps. They weren't that, that well, First of all, they weren't that good to begin yeah. with. It wasn't like he said, trade me. He just didn't want to commit to an extension without having that extra money that could have happened if he was All-NBA, right? So he didn't actually say, trade me. And then, like I said, the third thing is the guy they got back for him is balling, and the team is playing well. So if you're a fan, like, what am I mad about? And he's under contract. And he's under contract. What am I mad about? I'm mad that that we're basically just as good as we were. thing that's curious about the way Victor's playing, averaging about 25 a game, about four assists, almost like two steals. 50% from the field. Is why didn't he play like that in OKC? All right, hold on. Hold on. Wow. Let me, I was about to bring that up yeah. before you said that. When I tweeted out that Kevin Durant and Victor Oladipo won player of the weeks for their respective conferences, <laughs> yeah. I, t- I didn't even think about the OKC. You were just tweeting out the news. I'm just tweeting out the news. You just tweeting out Man, the news. Man, that tweet blew up, yep. and then it was just conversation after conversation around her. Oh, everybody leave leave Russell Westbrook, and they go on, the careers go on to flourish. I'm like, damn, yeah. I didn't even realize. Well, that's, I, I mean, that but the Oladipo thing is very curious, man. I, look, this is my thing. I, 25? He wasn't even doing that in uh, Orlando. No. Yeah, and, and that's, that's a lot of people brought that up. Is that if you're going to kill Look at this. Look, look, he. He actually, I got these stats I'm looking at. He actually averaged <laughs> about 16 points the last four seasons. The three-point shooting is a big one. Yeah, big-time three-point shooting. Now he's averaging like 25? Yeah, I, look, here's the thing. 44 from three? I'll explain it like this. First of all, there are certain players that obviously when you give them an opportunity to prove themselves, they can have a great mm-hmm. individual season. 
Now, the question isn't whether, how did Oladipo get this good? The question is, is he good enough to make that team actually competitive beyond a 500 team? They're basically a 500 team, Mm -hmm. right? The other thing is, there are some people who make certain players good, and there's other people who make other types of players good. What I mean by that is, Russell Westbrook, I feel like if you give him limited talent around him, he can make that team competitive. Mm -hmm. But the higher quality the teammate, the less he can actually improve them because so much of his game is having the ball in his hands. As opposed to someone like LeBron, who if you play him with a great player, that great player will even be greater. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's a, a distinction. It's not that Russell Westbrook ain't that good. It's just that his style of play meshes better with clear role players as opposed to, I feel like, star guys or guys that can be. But uh, he had that last season and what they do. Last year? Yeah. I mean, they were a six seed, right? Exactly. They're 40-something wins, 45, 47. But, but the sad thing is they're better than the team now. Yeah, I think, but I think I mean, that's, but that was that's my good. concern because the fit about this team is look. I guess how long do we say it's still too early? It's well, still it's too early too to early. beat up on the Thunder. They're, they're, still, they've is, actually is it, been. Is it, like, did Melo say after twenty games is when you start getting worried? Uh, yeah, earlier he said that. So what are they now? They're they're twenty twenty six games in, I believe. So the the weird thing is they've gotten worse. They were better, not just record wise, play wise. Uh, statistically, they were better in their first thirteen games, and they the last thirteen games they've been terrible. All right, so I'm gonna I'm put I'm gonna put your executive hat back on. Mm-hmm. Hold on, let me blow the dust off it. <laughs> it's been a while, <laughs> um, boy. All let right. me tell you something. <laughs> I got some stories from today, man. Speaking so, of executive hats, but, but, that have but a lot I'm of dust executive on Executive hat back on you. You're Sam Presti, uh huh, with a tan. Mm-hmm. What do you do? Trade deadlines next week. What do you do? He, here's the thing that I've been saying. Next month. No, no, no. Like he's saying well, for the, the, well, for the okay. purpose of this. Gotcha. Yeah. So, so here's the thing. Our win-loss record uh, impacts me less than how the other two guys are playing. Because if they were 20-6 and six right now, but Paul George is playing the way he's playing right now, I'm on the phone trying to trade him. Not because he's not as good as I thought, but I know – that the mentality of the superstar player is not just, I want to win. Of course, they all want to win, but I want to be the reason we win. And mm-hmm. so if they win it, but he's not playing well and not comfortable, this isn't going to be a good sign that he's going to stay yeah. at the end of the year. And so he becomes a flight risk to me, yeah. and I got to get him out of here. You know, now, you know what the thing, too? I just, I think I got to trade them both. Who, Melo, too? Yeah. What? I mean, I, I see what's out there for them. I'm, I go after assets now. They got a yeah. great draft coming up. But the problem is with Paul, he's he's expiring, so nobody's yeah. going to really give up a big pick for him. But you got to get something you for him get something because, in because yeah. he's a flight risk. You're trading him. Yeah. You're not trading him because you want to get something great in return. Yeah. You're trading him because he's a flight risk. And Somebody not, else who's in and, that category and as well. And Marcus. Yeah. Yeah. He's a flight risk. Yeah. Yes. But it's, this is, I hate to say this. But you almost feel you, I don't. I'm not gonna feel bad for Russell because of the money that he's making. Yeah. But I always remember Pau Gasol once telling me, "Being a free agent is great. Everybody loves you. Everybody's kissing your behind. Once you sign that contract, yeah, it's a business. Yep. Mm-hmm. And so now Russell signed. So they. He could, yeah. he could be well, upset. It don't matter. He signed. He signed for a long time. That's why they, he's on extension from this deal, right? And that's and that's so they got why him they for another five years after yep. this. So you could trade Paul. You could try to trade Melo. And if you don't, not only is is PG a flight risk. One, the other thing that you got to worry about is they're going to end up if they make the playoffs. They're like six, seven, AC. They're going they're going to get housed. Housed, Golden State, Houston, or San Antonio. You're gonna, they're probably getting they're one of those get three. Housed, they like they got a fight to get to the, the five, four, four five, five is range. The, that's the playoff race in the in the West. Yeah, is how can I at least get one four round or five? You get to four or five, at least get one round to yeah. playoff basketball before I get embarrassed. Um, but no, that's why they did the trades. By the way, yeah, they did the trades. Fourteen right now. In hindsight, like now you knew if you had twenty twenty hindsight. Hey, by the way, this ain't gonna work. 
as yeah. far as a, a fit on the court. If you're Sam Presti, you still do those trades because okay, that's what but got now, okay, that's what got me, Westbrook. Signed. I'm gonna take your hat off, uh huh, and I'm gonna put another hat on. Okay, now you're a GM of a team with some assets, mm-hmm. and I'm, Sam calls you. Do you pick up the phone? I always pick up the phone. Okay, you always pick up the phone. But you would you me? listen? I definitely would listen. I would listen, but I I would not. I mean, it would have to be man. You'd have to be a certain situation because that's basically when you say, why would I trade for a guy who's expiring, right? That's the question. He's going to leave anyway. He's already made up his mind that he's going to L.A. Like, we can say that, but nobody's really made up their mind until July 1, right? And so if you're a team, you're basically rolling the dice and say, he's going to come over here, he's going to experience our culture, and he's going to love it so much that he's not going to want to leave. You know who who I'd, I'd do it? New Orleans. What could they give up? Boogie? No, 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 no. <laughs> like that. I mean, that would no. Be- I mean, I, I try, I, I try to make a move to try to get him with Boogie and and try to sell them on playing together long term. Who's this? Paul George. Now, if you're the Lakers, do you try to make that trade? If you're the Lakers, okay. So if you're with, the Lakers, it's it's do I because just- I, I think it's here now. Here's here's another GM question you could ask. Is it easy? It's easier to re-sign him if he's already with you. Yes. And I, I think if Paul goes to the Lakers, if he gets traded to the Lakers, I'd find it very hard to believe that he would take off somewhere else. Flip side of that, though, is the Carmelo Anthony original trade to New York. Because that yeah. was the thing everyone said. It said, yeah. you gave up Mozgov. You gave up Gallinari. You gave up Wilson Chandler. Yeah, you right. gave up Raymond Felton. And all yeah. these guys were playing really well for you. You could have had all of those guys well, you give and up, Carmelo. Would you give up Brandon Ingram for him? Because I mean, of the way Kuzma's playing, right? So, so, but then the question becomes: Do would I do I risk waiting until July and saying he's going to come anyway? I don't have to give anybody right, up. But right now, the roster doesn't fit him. Oof. Why not? Who's your I mean, two? like you're going to get rid of somebody. Who's right? your two? He, but I don't KCP, know. KCP on a one year deal. He got to get out anyway. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I, I, I don't know, man. I, I feel like he fits right, right in. You say if you if you say Lonzo. Paul George, Ingram, Kuzma, and then whoever your five is. Yeah. But uh, if you're OKC, would you do KCP? No. You need Ingram. You need more. You need yeah. You need to walk away with something. You got at least a first round pick. At least. Well, but if you give him Ingram, that's your first. Or yeah, Ingram. Ingram would be the guy. The, yeah. LA fans would burn down the Staples if they trade Kuzma. Ah, uh, I don't know, man. They like stars. No matter how much they like their homegrown you, guys, and, look, they love Eddie Jones until Kobe Bryant came along. Yeah, and it was, uh, well, here, here's the thing about Lakers fans too. Lakers fans want to basically uh, steal everything. Yeah, they think because they're the Lakers they that do. everybody's supposed to just give up what they have for uh, their players, right? But that's, I mean, if it's a very interesting question for the Lakers because if I'm the Lakers. I don't want Paul to do his due diligence. I don't want him to like go everywhere yeah. and listen to everybody spiel. And that's worried. not to say that he doesn't do that in you know what I'm saying? That that he doesn't do it anyway, but if he's already in your house. Yeah. And especially, they can pay him the most money, right? Especially they could first of all they can pay him the most money, but also especially because the experience that he's gonna have, you hope. Is going to be everything he yeah. dreamed of. Everyone in LA loves him, and Lonzo Ball really makes the game easy for me. And Kuzma could he is, get him to the playoffs? If now, they made the, no. if they made the trade before January first, nah. Could he get him to eight spot? What do you think, Chris? I don't think so. No. It's, I mean, it's uh, I don't. Who, then, who's going to beat him? Well, I tell you right now, this is the playoff picture right now: Houston, Golden State, San Antonio, yeah. Minnesota. Denver, New Orleans, Portland, Utah, and then OKC is on outside looking in. How many games are they out? Who, the, the Lakers? Yeah. Lakers are three and a half games back. It's not out of the room. Oh, man. I, I, I don't see it. I just it's feel like, Yeah, I feel like. <clears throat> so would you do that trade? Would you do Ingram for Paul George? If I'm if I'm OKC? No, if you're, if if you're the Lakers. Lakers. I, think, I think I have to almost, I'd trust that. Oh man, that's I, now I, I sound like it. the Lakers. I wouldn't do it. I sound like the Lakers. I, I got to trust that being the Lakers, he yeah, wants to be here. Come. Yeah, 
Because that that was the whole thing with I, I keep always go back to the Carmelo trade. Like they didn't have to do that. He wasn't he wasn't gonna go go to the Nets. Like that wasn't gonna happen. So yeah. he, he's just one destination. But so as- you just wait. Aside from Paul George, free agents, in, you know, in general, does Levar Ball does he kind of disrupt? Oh, well, I think they the that's free what, agent dynamic. That's why they had that conversation with him this week, right? Uh, well, let's, let's see if that doesn't. That ain't gonna change nothing. No, I think I think. Have you, you know met what? him? I have. Have you? T- you've talked to him. I have. And, and what, what about him makes you say, "Yo, I'm gonna be quiet." Um, not, not, <laughs> like, like you know, not, what I'm saying? never came out of not mouth. Because, <laughs> That's funny. Not not, I'm gonna be quiet. not that he, he'll okay. be quiet. Okay, Magic. <laughs> I'm gonna be cool, man. Not you know, I'm gonna put it, lowercase big ball, Brad. <laughs> now. Not I'm gonna be uppercase no more. Come on, dog. I think he gonna have. He can find other things to keep himself preoccupied. Is, now that's how I put it. I also do think, with all due respect to Magic, that he probably is the only one, the only one that might get him to temper it. The other, and when I talk to Magic in Vegas about it, with with uh, Levar nearby, right. He did say, "Hey, man, if I if I got to talk to him at some point, I will." This this is what I'll say, Mark. This from talking to Lavar and being around him. There's definitely a method to his man. Like the yeah, stuff yeah. that you see, PT yeah. Barnum. They, he definitely PT Barnum. He definitely out there with the oh, come step right up, step yeah. right up. Like the so it's not he getting free advertising. Yeah, and and I think that's why when you say, do you think he's the type to say I'll be quiet? I'm like, no, but. I, I do think he's the type to find a different way to channel his energy and, and get his message out there because I think he gets it. Like, there's a lot, there's a, a twinkle in his eyes when he says the stuff that he says. Like, when oh, they were in New York, it. he had a line around the corner Yep, in New York City. Yep. And he they was, had one dude on. look like he was about to cry talking about him. Yes. And he was on the court after oh, yeah. the game Court's being a- interviewed. Uh, Something he's not allowed to do it. Yeah, well, he's not allowed to do it in LA. He could do it. He could do it. The Knicks don't care. Oh, the New York media eat it up. Yeah, the Knicks probably announced him on the big screen as their celebrities. That uh, someone asked me, how do you how do you think he got those seats? I'm like, I know how he got those seats. Like the Knicks have a department. Their job is them courtside seats. Who's in town so we can give it to him? Like you see, Odell. Do you you think the Knicks gave him the seats for free? Absolutely. Absolutely, they don't sell those tickets. They have a department. Odell Beckham Mark. didn't pay it for his hell. Tic- no, he didn't pay for no tickets. They have you a don't department. Think so? Hell no, Magic ain't pay for nothing. They have a department. There, the dude. I, man, I wish I remember the guy's name. He literally every day. No, this is this is real. This is every day. He gets a uh, uh, well. He used to get a fax back in yeah. the day it, from the um, the PR people for all the celebrities. Matthew McConaughey is going to be on Letterman on Monday, and he's yeah. going to be on da 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 on Tuesday. And so, but, oh, okay, oh, hit him up. Yo, do you want to go to the game? Celebrity Row is not called that because they sell the celebrities. It's because they give it to celebrities. Mm-hmm. Huh. That's how It's actually kind of brilliant. It is. It's great advertising, it's, especially yeah. for tickets that a lot of times. They, so you think, like, the fans, like, you know what? And it's kind of like Lakers games. I want to go because of who I'm going to see. Absolutely. And, I want to feel like one the of the ones, cool kids. And that, and that jacks up the price on the ones they do sell. Yeah. Because it's like, oh, Especially man. Especially if you want to sit down there. Spike is right next to me over here. Like, oh, oh, you're, look, yeah. all those white guys that you don't recognize on, on sitting courtside, those are the people who paid premium. Yeah. Anytime you see someone famous, they got those tickets. Confident. I got to sit behind Rihanna at the game. I got to sit behind Spike exactly. Lee, Chris That's Rock. That's the whole thing. That's the whole yeah. thing. And, and, it's, and it's mutual. Whatever the flavor of month in Hollywood is. Because Rihanna's like, man, I like I got to go to a game. I sat, sat in great seats. I look yeah, special. Some, somebody asked me today, they're like, how much you think he paid for he those tickets? He didn't pay nothing for him, man. I guarantee he didn't pay nothing So for you him. think when they, they just called him and said, hey, we got three tickets yeah, for you. You're, you're a guest of the Knicks. Absolutely. Because it looks good. It looks good. You know, I don't have a problem with him cheering for a son like that. Oh, no. I mean, like, oh, that's fine. Dude. Yeah. Like why? Why no, would that, I don't understand why the Lakers the way, needed to talk to him? The the only no, they, reason they talked to him before that they talked to him days prior. But the only reason th- that's a thing that him celebrating the way is because you know who he is. Yeah. But like for the random fans, if you never seen Allen Iverson's mama, she was doing the same yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. If you never yeah. seen Ray Allen's mama, she was doing yeah. the same thing. Yeah. Like Amari Stoudemire's mama, she was. They doing just the weren't same talking thing. after every we game. Just, yeah, and we just didn't know who they were unless you were there. Yeah. Unless you were and they someone didn't have there. To sell. Who, what's up? They didn't have anything to sell. Yeah, well, they didn't. Yeah, I guess not. Yeah.
you know what? I don't know what was it called or All Star. Toronto or New York? New York. To, I didn't go to Toronto, but New, New Did you York. You go to New York? Do you, you think Toronto was colder? No, hell yeah, it was colder. For real? Hell, it wasn't even. Because New York, New York, it I was re- below. I remember, I, yeah, I remember because I was driving and it was in the negatives in Fahrenheit. I'm like, you, it don't get much colder. Well, than there was there was two things in particular I, I remember about both. One, remember going to Kenny Smith's party Where's in New York, New York, and you know he. <laughs> He hooked me up with the kind of VIP. You ever get the kind of, <laughs> were you kind of VIP? They <laughs> were say VIP, but you're not really yeah. VIP, VIP. You're kind of VIP. This just gets you in without. Yeah, like a half a so the door that we had to get into, man, they always, New York, man, they always got that dude at the door. They're like, yo, son, you're going to have to wait a minute, yeah. son. We got you, though. Man, it was negative 300 uh, outside. And, I, and, like, you had to make a decision. Michael Eves, I'm going to put Michael Eves and his wife on blast. They made it. They couldn't do it. I man, they I couldn't wait. I would. They couldn't it. wait. They aborted do. the mission. Didn't go to the party. I, I would. I would have done the I same. I remember Calvin, my dude, Calvin Andrews, BDA Sports, Mellow's old agent. Yeah. Calvin couldn't do it either. We Bay boys. We Bay Area boys. Man, we can't do that cold, but right. so long. It we was, live in the Bay for that a reason. wasn't that wasn't a regular cold. Man, though, man. I walked that in was... with him. I felt like Indiana Jones when the uh when the wall was coming down. Yeah. <laughs> You know what I mean? And if he didn't get under that wall, it was over. Man, we slid through that door. Hold well, on, this is how cold it was. You don't, you don't remember this. You talking about New York now? I'm talking about Toronto. Okay, I'm Toronto. So it was this cold. We usually go out Friday night, Saturday nights. No, we didn't. Do that. Yes, we do. No, I said we didn't do. We that. didn't. You, you remember where we were at? A hotel. We were in a hotel lobby. No, that was after the game. It was after the game, but it was that was a Saturday. It was Saturday night. At a Marriott. In the Marriott courtyard. Courtyard, drinking oh, from the hotel <laughs> bar. The whole night, just chilling the court. Oh, That's no. how cold it was. Dude, that, uh, like, and everybody was cool with that. And we, we were fine. Somebody it had pajamas sense. on? Yeah. It, yeah. You know, it doesn't make sense to even try to walk outside. Like, we, what are you trying to do? That's what I heard about Toronto because, you know, that what's the hotel that's right across from the arena? There's one that's right across from the arena. There's, um... Oh, that, that's a Marriott, too. That's it's the a, one that's next to the baseball a, it's a, stadium. Uh, Renaissance? Is it a Renaissance? Yeah, it's a Renaissance. So they're like, like normally, on normal conditions, you just come outside and you cross the street, go to the arena. Yeah. yeah. But, like, it's so cool. No, they had everybody You got to walk through the tunnel, but the tunnel takes you, you know, that skyway, yeah. that sky it takes you the long way around. So here, like, everyone was taking the sky bridge. There's one dude who said, you know what? Like, I'm not going to walk half a mile for something like Okay. Yeah, exactly. Like okay. that came on the other side like <laughs> just Man, chattering. Look, I after the game, I had to get a cab. That was the t- coldest two weeks of my life. Man. Now, I've been in negative five in Minneapolis. Oh, that was cold. But two minutes, dude, like it got it was so bad that when I finally got the cab, I opened the door and dove into the cab. To See, slam the door, you that, know, you know when it's really with cold, my computer bag. When it's so cold that when you you start walk, panicking, your no, body no, no, starts no. panicking. But then when you go in somewhere warm, it actually hurts because you feel like you're getting burnt. Because it, it was th- so cold, I was ready dude, to get burnt. It was man. <laughs> but you know what the best thing about Toronto was? Did you go to the uh, Dave I, Chappelle I didn't, party? I didn't. Yeah, I heard. About I don't that. never get these invites, yeah. man. Ooh, I don't, I don't same thing in New Orleans. Everybody in the company went. The intern went. I'm like, y'all invited the intern. You don't even go. Oh, tell you me. didn't go to the juke joint. Hell no. I was. And here's the, here's the mess up part. I was with all of these people. I, I was in the swamp. I'm gonna name names. <laughs> I was with Pablo. I was with Bomani. I was with Jamel. I was with everybody. And then everybody just disappeared. They didn't tell you. Hell no. Why Tracy went. Everybody, the whole Rachel went. Everybody went. They said, you? The intern went. John Skipper was there. Skipper was there. Levitard was there. D Nice DJ. Everybody yeah, was there. It was like everybody everybody who at the company look, was my there. My family's from New Orleans, right? My family's from there. And they took us to an area that I had never seen before. To explain oh. what I'm talking about. So Chappelle has this party and there was just like this big bus. Mm-hmm. And so you had to get on the bus and what Chappelle always does, which is great and it gets on my nerves, but he takes your phone, confiscate the phone, puts yeah. it in this like pack, this like plastic thing or this yeah. uh, thing. It's like a sealed pouch that yeah. only they can so open you can't, up. So you, you have can't your take phone. pictures, you can't do video. You have your phone, you, you just can't, can't make access calls. it. Yeah. Luckily, I have my 
super iPhone watch. Uh, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I was still able to get text messages. So, so th- we went to the Star Wars premiere on Saturday, and now they make, you take, off the, they make you take off the watches, too. Stop it. I swear to God. So the Apple Watch, oh, I'm, they, like, like, I'm like, they look like, at your wrist? Yep. And then, they, and then they use a metal detector, too. Come on. Damn. Yeah, man. Like, to make sure, like, you're not trying to be slick. You got, like, a phone in your pocket or something like that. Yeah. Like, they, they wand you down. There's, like, there's oh, no man. way you get into Well, Chappelle, like, don't tell but, Chappelle that. <laughs> yeah, but so he, so we, get, yes, in the, we yeah. get in this bus, and it's like a 45-minute ride to the West Bank, past my mom and dad, kept going. If he would have pulled over... With our phones gone and threw us on the side of the road, I just started crying. Oh, so you guys had to do it before you got on the bus? Yes. Oh, I thought it was when you got there. You got off the bus and the first thing no. you did. Wow. Wow. It's like a 45-minute bus lot. ride. But I had my, my watch, so I was good. Right. And you go in, and it was, it was strange, amazingly strange right. and great at the same time. So everyone said it was like... D-Nice DJ'd... Um, I had to leave early because I had to work right in the morning. I had to do a TV hit in the morning. I had to make sure I was right. You know, but but your boy, uh, yeah, no problem. Yeah, but what's his name? Uh, Chance. Chance performed after yeah, I left, man. You know, I just remembered who who was there. Another person who didn't tell me either. Who? Justin Tinsley. Oh, you know and, Justin and, Tinsley was there. And just, Justin had to write. Not only did he have to write, he had to write about that night. Yeah. So he said he That's was right. there yeah. with a pencil that. and paper because like he yeah. how else he gonna take notes? Yeah, and and so then after the party he had to get back to his hotel room and type it up, like I know write he was the story that night. Any any might have drank something. Maybe maybe yeah. maybe he had a taste. <laughs> maybe. Yeah, Chappelle had like <laughs> some weird band like his his guy, his house some, band. Yeah, they, I was ready for them to be finished. But I got to tell you about Chappelle's party in uh, Toronto. In Toronto? Oh. Yo, so they had a basement party at a hotel with chicken and waffles and an old school DJ. And he was there. Ashley Larry was there. Ashley Larry, yo. That's his guy. I see him all the time in LA. And Bumby was there. It was like a weird dream. Yeah. (laughs) It was like today. Today was like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Antoine Walker? Yeah, and uh, Anthony, uh, who's the guy from um, Blackish? Oh, Anthony Anderson. Anthony Anderson yeah, was there. Yeah. Draymond showed up. Yeah. It was a weird mix. Did they do the phone thing, too, up there? No. See, I think this is a new thing. Yeah. This, no, this, but this wasn't... In, um, in Toronto. It was just like some shot, shot this thing. Well, it was a small thing? Is it was a small For chicken and waffles after hours oh, all-star wow. party that started at like 2. Oh wow! And it was an old school DJ sing along, and okay. uh, so the DJ he has his own DJ that travels with yeah. him. It wasn't D Nice? It was some other guy. So Chappelle and I still got a picture of it in my phone. Was standing on a table, like singing along to yeah. the Fugees, or Fugees to Roberta Flack, and, or whatever. Yeah. Like he played Roberta Flack, then he played the Fugees. It was all yeah. old school, but it's like Bun B's. Why is Bun B here? It's like they Chappelle, man. That that might be the most universally loved celebrity. And then I had so me and um, I think Sherrod Blakely were sitting next to each other, mm-hmm. and we're eating. And this dude, like, man, we had a nice plate of chicken and waffles, dog. Don't tell me someone. This dude comes and takes our chicken and gives it to somebody else. Wait, what? From in front of you? Yeah. It was a yeah, big plate of chicken that, and waffles, that's man. A, that's a fight so right like, there. T-? And then I turn around and I heard these girls giggling. I'm like, who we take our food to give it to? And he gave it to Chappelle. Oh, man. I'd be like, I love Dave Chappelle, man, but that's that's my chicken. <laughs> that's, that's, <laughs> like, yo, I love all your stand-ups. Uh, I know how I baked my heart, but that's still my chicken. It was fried chicken? Chicken and waffles. Chicken and waffles, oh, chicken and waffles man. man. It was good, too. Can't mess with that, man. And we had the first batch. We sat down, dude, Oof. like, put oh. this big trough of fried chicken in front of us, and he took it to give it to Chappelle and his friends. I bet that was the best fried chicken you would have ever tasted. In Toronto? Not ever. Uh-huh. Toronto's got good food. You would have ever. Yeah, Toronto has great food. I mean, they're not known for their soul food. No, they got, they got, because they got, like, those, all those, uh, like, West Indian 
Uh, that's not soul food. No, that's mean, Caribbean food. Okay. I know I could get some good Caribbean food <laughs> in Toronto. I don't know if I'm getting no mac and cheese in Toronto, though. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you, ain't get, you, ain't get no, you ain't get no black eyed peas? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no greens? You get some rice and peas. <laughs> hey, I am speaking of Toronto food. What is those um, dishes that they're famous for? It's overrated. What they put, like, anything and everything on poutine? top of fries. Yeah, the the poutine. poutine. Yeah. I can't the gravy? Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. First of all, I, I'm a... And you're, a, you're, and you're one of the greatest bad eaters of all time. Well, so if fine. you don't I like it, don't, that's saying be, a lot. Well, that's fine. I, I just don't believe. I say that, I say that with love, too, yeah. man. That's, that's I, I just don't believe in experimenting with, with precious items. No, hold on. Like that's, their, that's their go-to. Burgers, you don't mess with burgers. Like, don't start like, adding. The burger as is is already at perfection. It's perfection. You, you don't need to. Pizzas, don't start putting all yeah, these different I'm crazy exotics. Like, there's, a, there's an, ex, an, an assault. For some reason, on mac and cheese now nowadays, people put mac and cheese on a burger. They, they do like mac and cheese on a pizza. I see. But you don't... know what my favorite mac and cheese is? What's that? It's at Moi Restaurant in Oakland, and they have no cheese mac and cheese. Then that's just macaroni. What's made with uh, butternut squash? Butternut squash instead of the cheese, and it's outstanding. Nah, nah. Sacrilegious, man. Nah, bro. So we should uh, wind up. Yeah, I got a, I got a, I got an Iverson's mom story though. Yeah, who by the way went to went to high school with Rick Mahorn. This is my favorite. Really? Yeah, my favorite. You know she went to high school with Rick Mahorn. That's weird because Rick Mahorn played. I did not with Iverson that. at the end of his career. That's crazy. Rick Mahorn was at the end went of his career with his mom. Sixers. Went to school with his mom because she Rick Mahorn's from uh, from Hampton like, area, like Newport or whatever, somewhere like that. So when when Iverson was playing for the Nuggets, <laughs> his mom came to a few games, and you couldn't miss her because she always had a jersey on. It said Iverson's mom, mom yep. on the back. The Nuggets. Shout out to my man Rocky, the greatest mascot in the history of sports, Rocky. So Rocky did this skit where he brought three different people out onto the floor to jump rope, but they were blindfolded, blindfolded, blindfolded jump roping. So the first, and his Iverson mom was the third one to go. First person goes, wah, 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 short. Second person went a little far, but short. Iverson's mom comes, right? She's blindfolded, remember, right? They moved the jump rope. They moved the jump rope, and he grabbed a whip, and he started hitting the floor to make it sound like the jump rope was hitting the floor. And she was jumping up and down. In air. Like she was trying to like, get a gold medal or something, man. He's <laughs> just jumping up and down over and over and over. And the crowd is dying laughing, yeah, she right? She's doing good. Yeah. And like then she... the horn hits, you know, the timeout's yeah. over. She's still jumping up and down, thinking like she's doing amazing. <laughs> and Iverson walks onto the court and just shakes his head, man. <laughs> just shakes his head, man, like, Jesus Christ. That's uh, my mama. That's my mama. You can't do my mom like that, man. Yeah, man. Y'all ready to go get some dinner? Hopefully not from the calf. No, no, man. I've had enough calf. Let's go to Hartford. Let's go to downtown Hartford. See what's popping out here. What is, do do we have a from our mystery guest? Did we ever have a? We're gonna get him next time. We'll get him. I next think time. we had a good podcast. I think it was a great podcast. Yeah, this is all right. <laughs> I'm gonna move to the barbecue though. Not not in Connecticut, man. No, <laughs> you, we, you wait till we get back to Cali oh, for that. <laughs> Like I said, no, nah, we can't eat no. Man. That's like getting Mexican food out here. Man. <laughs> no, not at all. He you want said, clams? We can get some clams. Oh man, uh, don't underestimate them, man. Stop. Okay, you can have the bar. How about that? <laughs> yeah, you we'll tell let us how you it experiment. Is. <laughs> Didn't we have barbecue here last time? No. We did. That wasn't no real barbecue. Exactly. So why are you trying to get barbecue? That wasn't no real. Where, where, where's the real barbecue at here? When Michael Smith got to get a haircut, by the way. How long is Bears, how long is this experiment we went. going? <laughs> with the Bears, is that downtown Hartford? Sorry, <laughs> oh, yeah. All right, all right. 
Canada. Yeah, that wasn't no. I, I, I I'll take you to Everett and Jones when we get back. I, no, I'm tired of Everett and Jones. No. Okay, I got I'm some other spots. Jones, yeah. I got some other I'm spots. I'm tired of Everett and Jones. I need to take you to Sins. That place right there, I'm not trying to crap on them. That's not Be barbecue, Be careful before man. you, what, you talking about Everett and Jones? No, I'm talking about here. That's I'm, not barbecue. But that's the best thing going. They, they, Wait till you get home, man. They didn't stop the barbecue ain't gonna, barbecue. It's not going to stop being made over the course of a couple of days. <laughs> the, I'm going to take you to Sands to get some um, oxtails. I can do oxtails. They have the best oxtails I've ever had. You, you ever had any chitlins of me? No. Hell no. I can't. I don't eat the pork. The smell, the smell, man. Oh, that's right. That's right. The smell. That's I can't right. get anything that don't smell right. I yeah. don't get that's by. Like, uh, that's everything tripe? in life. Have you ever had tripe? No. So tripe is the same thing. It's like the no. part of it. So, um, you know, I'm on Levitar show a lot, and they have these punishments you got to do. If you pick a team and they lose, they make you do so. Mike Ryan, the producer, had to eat tripe. So when they delivered it into the studio, we're in here, and it's the door's closed, and it's out in the hallway, <laughs> and we can smell it. it I mean, it was that bad. It yeah. smells exactly like what you think it is, yeah. and it looks like it, too. That's brutal. It's it's the worst thing I ever smelled in my life, man. Man. No pork. Man. I'll tell you no, what. Man. I was in Mobile last night, and you? I walked out of the hotel, and it smelled horrible. I don't know what was <laughs> that's, going that's on. It's just Alabama. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> what was the mood like? By the, you, so you were there during this whole election. Yeah, I was there. What was the mood like? Oh, that's right. It was weird. It was weird. I mean, the hotel I was at, Wasn't nobody really from Alabama there, so that was all the media people. But there was there was one the bartender asked her who she was going to vote for. She said, "What are you talking about?" I was like, "What do you mean?" (laughs) I said, "You're not going to go vote." Oh, I never voted before. (sighs) Ah, dodge that bullet. (laughs) And then I was like, "Well, this is what I want to drink." Well, you go back (laughs) to what you do. Proceed, uh. man. I I tell you what, the, the the worst thing I ever heard. I I hate to say this, but I tell this story. I went to meet somebody who was PR for the Memphis Grizzlies at a Hooters in Oklahoma City during the playoffs several years ago. And so we're in there, fine dining in Oklahoma City, by the way, eating amazing wings. <laughs> and so. This announcement comes on the TV that says, uh, major announcement, the president has an announcement to make. Right. And the girl's like, wow, whatever it is, I hope we don't die. I'm like looking at her crazy. And it was Ben Laden. They announced that Ben Laden. Like I found out that Ben Laden died. the PR person said that? No, the girl that worked there. I'm about to say. No, she said, no, this is what she said. She said, if we die, it's going to suck. <laughs> that's what she said. Yo. Oh, my God. And then that's when they announced Bin Laden. Okay. And then they started playing all these songs like I'm Proud to be American yeah. and the Hooters and all ben, that. Bin Laden okay. was the first the first news story I remember that I found out from Twitter before like I found out. Hmm. That was the first like breaking news. Like On Twitter, people were saying, yo, they got Bin Laden. I'm like, but you didn't believe that on Twitter. I didn't believe it. No, I didn't believe it. Did TMZ report it? Can't it might have been. I can't remember who, but it, it was some, someone on, like, it was, I remember it oh. making the rounds on Twitter, like, maybe, like, before 20, the thir- president 30 minutes about before it. the president came out. You know what I was thinking about? I was tripping at first. I was thinking about Saddam Hussein when they got, oh, no, when they got that was back in, that was before old, Twitter. Four or yeah, because that one, like I remember that. the grainy video came yeah. out, them finding them. All the them pictures, and stuff. And yeah. yeah, okay. Nobody died a worse death than Gaddafi. Oh, they beat his ass to death? Mm. My goodness. They're like, yeah, man. They beat his ass. Like, they literally beat his ass. Like, literally. (laughs) Yes. Every part of what I just said there was literally. Yeah, yeah, literally. I'm not saying he He was. He took the worst beating, I think, mankind. uh, They beat his ass. Oh, Oh, man. But no, Bin Laden, I'll never forget because I was like, like, oh, Twitter again. That's one of those places where you remember like 9-11. I remember where I was at, sadly. You know, but when Ben Laden, I always remember I was at a Hooters in Oklahoma City. Yeah. I told this story on a different podcast. I said, when 9-11 happened, I'll never forget because I had a pair of cargo sweats on and I tried to hop a fence and they tore them. <laughs> tried to hop a fence? You was in New York? No, I was in Atlanta. 
I was living in in in. Why did you try to hop a so, Yeah, what you hop a fence? It's a long story. Like, but so it had nothing to do with. It had nine, nothing to do with nine okay. eleven. But I because remember your like, name. They thought you were involved. <laughs> no, I, I remember. No, I remember because I remember I tore my pants. I'm a man. And then I turn on the TV and the t- so you happened. tore the pants before you yeah found and then I but, thought to but myself, you found out early in the morning so what was you doing I see your pants torn well, early in the morning it's where I lived like I didn't want to walk the long way so I used to hop the fence because it was just faster so then after I watched nine eleven happen I was like well I guess I won't be hopping no fences anytime soon yeah, like yeah. looking suspicious I was so. in basketball practice I was at Sac City College early morning basketball Sac City practice. College I didn't know you yeah. played there yeah one year my first we that's beat my freshman them so year. bad. I gotta tell you that that's a story for another podcast one day. You always, you, <laughs> Yo, his whole, all of his stories are stuff that he conquered. Like, I, no, I, I didn't. Wait, like, I was I saw, <laughs> something that no, you I had to do in your yeah, life, though. No. <laughs> Some specific. No, but I watched the most brutal fight I ever seen in college, and I was on the team that was handling it, and I was sat and watched the whole thing. I didn't get up. You're sitting on the bench. I did a Lavar, Alonzo, Alonzo. You know, but we couldn't leave the bed, so I sat there and watched this. But that's a story <laughs> for another day. I told enough stories. Oh, man. Let's go eat some I'm dinner. Hungry, man. I'm hungry, man. All right, y'all. Run AMC live from Bristol. Shout out to the producers, man. Thank you very yes. much. Say your name to the people real quick. Anthony. That's it. You can't get your last name. Anthony Cloudyud. Hey, he, he like he's like um share. You ain't yeah, gotta it's say like share. Pharrell. It's just like Ant. That's yeah. it. Oh, he's man. like Pharrell. Shaq. Oh, Kobe. Don't need that. Anthony. Anthony. All right, man. We're going to get Chris some barbecue. We out.